This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 81 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 26th of July, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Once again, we're under a heat advisory today. Sunny and hot, high 102, heat index up to 109. Take all of those heat precautions. Try to schedule any strenuous activities to the morning. Be sure to check up on your elderly relatives and on your neighbors. And of course, never leave young children and pets inside a locked vehicle. Tonight, partly cloudy. We'll have a low of 79. We've got a slight chance of showers Wednesday afternoon. Otherwise, mostly sunny. Another hot day. High 100, heat index 107. Slight chance of rain Wednesday night. Partly cloudy otherwise, a low of 77. Then rain chances start to increase on Thursday. It gets a little bit cooler. Not significantly cooler. 30% chance of showers Thursday afternoon. Sunny, hot, high 97. That's lower than 100, isn't it? Thursday night, 60% chance of rain. Low 74. Friday, 70% chance of rain and a high of 87. That's a lot lower than 100, isn't it? Friday night, 60% chance of rain, a low of 69. And then for Saturday, showers and thunderstorms likely, 70% chance of those and a high only in the low 80s. We'll be in the upper 80s with a 40% chance of rain Sunday. And then Monday, we return to a high of 92 with sunny skies and just a slight chance of rain. Fair and 81 right now at the KVOM studios. Let's take a moment and congratulate our employee of the day today. It is Tammy Lewis. Tammy works at Community Service Incorporated. Obituaries today. Mary Jo Sullivan Mannion, age 84, of Springfield, died on Thursday, July 21st. She was of the Baptist faith, was a homemaker, and is survived by her husband, Dennis J. Mannion III, her daughter Teresa Vincent of Springfield, three grandchildren, and six great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Mary Jo Sullivan Mannion will be Monday, August 1st, 2 to 4 p.m. at Union Missionary Baptist Church, formerly Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home at number 5 Bruce Street in Moralton. Arrangements are by Neal's Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Moralton. In lieu of flowers, the family requests donations be made to a charity of your choice. John Layton Rushing, Jr., age 80 of Perryville, died on Friday, July 22nd. Memorial service will be held at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Joyce Marie Smith, age 74, died on Tuesday, July 19th. She was a member of St. Paul African Methodist Episcopal Church, where she served as church school superintendent, adult Sunday school teacher, financial secretary, exhorter, and vice president of the adult choir. She was a member of the Spirit of the Twelfth Arkansas Conference and North Little Rock Fort Smith District Choirs. She held the office of Conference Worship Director of the Women's Missionary Society of the Arkansas Conference until her health failed. She also served as Secretary of the Workers United Retiree Association Southwest Regional Joint Board of the Arkansas Chapter. She was a graduate of L.W. Sullivan High School and retired from Levi Strauss after 31 years of service. She worked as an administrative assistant for Telex Communications, the Area Agency on Aging, and the Senior Adult Center in Moralton. She is survived by her daughters, Candace Clemens of Plummerville and Roshina Smith of Conway, her son, Rashawn Smith of Russellville, seven siblings, eight grandchildren, 11 great-grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, cousins, and friends. 
Visitation for family and friends will be held Friday, July 29th at noon. Celebration of life service for Joyce Marie Smith will be held at 1 p.m. on Friday at St. Paul AME Church in Moralton. Arrangements by Veasley Funeral Home of Conway. Annette Fuller-White, age 79, of Hattieville, died on Thursday, July 21st. A graveside service will be today at 10 a.m. at Childers Cemetery with Mr. Bruce Davenport officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Coming up on 736, Fair and 81 at the KVOM Studios. On our way to a high of 102, a heat index of 109, and we'll be under a heat advisory today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Patty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 737, Fair and 81 at the KVOM Studios. The Conway County Quorum Court passed two resolutions Monday night in support of the Conway County Regional Water Distribution District's efforts to upgrade its current water system. The first resolution expresses support for long-range planning by the district to work with Faulkner County and Conway Corporation to develop an additional water supply for the area separate from Brewer Lake. County Judge Jimmy Hart noted the importance of the water district in being proactive in increasing the region's water supply. We have got, in my opinion, to develop another water supply, another watershed. We've got to begin to be proactive and think about what we want to be 10 years from now, you know, and for backup and redundancy, uh, and the funds that's out there, we definitely need to take a regional aspect to this thing, which is what this says. Regionally work with these folks because we're all in the same boat. The second resolution expresses support for the district to apply for federal funding to add a second raw water line into the plant, along with additional filtration capacity to serve the county's growing demand for water in the short term. Both resolutions were passed unanimously by the court. In other matters from the court's regular monthly meeting, Justices of the Peace approved an ordinance establishing a county general subfund called the ARPA Revenue Replacement Fund to track the county's disbursements of American Rescue Plan appropriations to various county entities. A number of planned upgrades are now in place and being utilized by Conway County 911, while others are forthcoming. Director Steve Beavers told members of the county's Intergovernmental Council last week the new computer-aided dispatching system has been installed and is working great. It's one of those systems we'll keep adding to it and building onto it for here on out. It's it's one of those open-ended software deals. We keep adding more information, more data. It's just going to get better and better every, every day. Beavers says a new generator is also up and running at the center, and upgrades to the 911 call answering equipment are expected to be completed in about a month. This current system uses the old copper phone lines. This new system uses new digital systems. They're redundant. There's multiple redundant systems, so we shouldn't see any downtime with our 911 system. They'll spend about three weeks doing testing, but we're looking at the end of August for it to go live and make the switch over. Beaver says the new system should allow for calls from the public to 911 to go through quicker. 
Currently, there's about a nine-second delay from when a call is made until it can be answered by a dispatcher. He says a new call system should eliminate that delay. Beavers adds plans to upgrade the radio system are on hold until at least sometime in 2023. Governor Asa Hutchinson said he will not include increasing teacher salaries in the upcoming legislative session called to expedite previously approved income tax cuts, but he left open the possibility of providing one-time bonuses. Speaking to the Arkansas Association of Educational Administrators Summer Conference Monday, the governor said there was insufficient support in the legislature for increasing minimum teacher salaries in the session that begins August 8th. According to Talk Business and Politics, legislators instead prefer to wait until their adequacy study is completed this fall. The House and Senate Education Committees complete the study every other year to determine a funding matrix for Arkansas schools. The full legislature approves the matrix in the regular session, which starts in January. The governor, in his speech, criticized a legislative plan to recommend that schools provide $5,000 bonuses for teachers and $2,500 for classified staff. The increases would be funding using $500 million from the Federal American Rescue Plan's Elementary and Secondary Schools Emergency Relief Fund. The Winthrop Rockefeller Institute atop Pettigene Mountain will officially launch the Arkansas Health Equity Collaboration this week. This two-day in-person meeting will be held Thursday and Friday at the Institute. Over the last several months, both Institute program and education officers have been traveling across the state to hold discussions with Arkansans about the social determinants of health. Topics that have been identified for promising collaborative statewide efforts include education, community and economic development, and access to resources. Because of the past focus groups, Institute officers have better ideas about what is working well, what people would like to see more of, and what concerns they have regarding equity in those three topic areas. The Arkansas Health Equity Collaboration participants will sort through those ideas and focus on the next steps. The Institute is launching the collaboration in partnership with the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences, New York Institute of Technology College of Osteopathic Medicine in Jonesboro, and the Delta Population Health Institute. The Conway County Fair is looking for talented citizens to participate in this year's talent contest, which will be held Saturday, August 27th at 2 p.m. at the Fairgrounds Multipurpose Building in Moralton. There are two age divisions for the contest, seniors for age 16 to 21 and juniors for ages 10 to 15. Talent areas include vocal solo, vocal group, instrumental solo, variety, dance solo, and dance group. The entry fee is $30. Applications can be obtained from the County Extension Office on the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton Campus, from the Conway County Fair website, that's conwaycountyfair.com, or by calling Vicki Ronk at 501-208-1853. 743, let's check markets. Here's Samantha Cassidy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, equities traded in a narrow band around the flat line on Monday before closing in a slightly positive territory, starting the week off on a quiet note as markets continue to weigh recession worries against encouraging signs of moderating inflation and raising corporate profits. Leadership was mixed between defensive and cyclical investments, suggesting a lack of direction to kick off the week as investors await upcoming news on the Fed and the state of the economy. Commodity prices were broadly higher, but remained down sharply from recent highs, including oil, 
which moved back around $95 per barrel today, but is well off its $122 high in June. Similarly, interest rates tick slightly higher, though they are notably lower over the last month, with the 10-year Treasury yield just above 2.8% after touching 3.5% in mid-June. The Dow closed at 31,990, up 90 points. NASDAQ closed at 11,782, down 51 points. Volume was moderate as 818 million shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a closer look at stock of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 13 cents at $18.35. Bank of America was up 30 cents at $33.73. Deere & Company was up $10.70 at $322.96. Entergy Corporation was up $1.42 at $110.79. Under Armour was down $0.04 cents at $7.87. Simmons Bank was up $0.17 cents at $22.47. Regions Financial was up $0.64 cents at $21.29. Southwestern Energy was up $0.64 cents at $7.19. Tyson Foods was up $1.61 at $83.69. Walmart was down $0.19 cents at $132.02. Live Ramp was down $0.43 cents at $27.24. Interpublic Group was down $0.07 cents at $29.42. Nextera Energy was down, excuse me, Nextera Energy was up 73 cents at $80.98. Natural gas was up 50 cents at $8.80. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down $10.40 at $1,717 even. Silver was down 29 cents at $18.33. I am Samantha Cassidy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street in downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, let's remind you a burn ban is currently in effect for all of Conway County and Perry County. Until further notice, the Arkansas Forestry Commission has put the entire state in high danger of wildfires. Also due to the current hot and dry weather, Conway County Regional Water is asking its customers to conserve water in an effort to avoid a future shortage. Partners for Progress Food Pantry in Perryville has a new food program for families with children. If you live in Perry County, you have children and are served by SNAP, WIC, free and reduced lunches, Medicaid, or Our Kids First. You can come to the pantry for food today and any Tuesday or Wednesday from 10 till noon. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce is holding a ribbon cutting for River Valley Motorsports at 500 West Broadway in Moralton this morning at 10. Hattieville Baptist Church with Master's Voice will continue revival services at 7 o'clock tonight and Wednesday. The South Conway County School District's mobile library will be set up at Walmart in Moralton this Thursday, 8.30 till 10.30. It's available to all K-12 students in the district. Well, this is the last week for the USDA Summer Feeding Program through the South Conway County School District. They're serving free meals for all children 18 and younger. Today... Wednesday and Thursday for Moralton Elementary School. Breakfast is being served right now and will be served Wednesday and Thursday at 7.30. Lunch will be served from 11 until noon. The Nemo Vista School Board meeting for the month of July will be held this Thursday night at 6.30 in the Administration Building.
Summer reading activities at the Conway County Library continue this afternoon at 3, Wednesday and Thursday at 10.30. They'll be wrapping up this Saturday afternoon at 4. Well, we know that you want to keep up with what's happening in your community. We also know that our busy lives sometimes make it impossible for us to listen to KVOM's Newswatch as it airs at 7.30. That's why we created the KVOM Newswatch podcast. You can subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. We post it each weekday morning, and it's brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 748, Fair and 81 at the KVOM Studios. Coming up, we'll visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart on our close-up segment. Up next, Eric Tyler has sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Okay, Evans News Watch with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. The annual meeting of the governing body of the Arkansas Activities Association begins today in Little Rock. This is the time when member schools vote on proposals that have come to the board from activity districts, suggestions from the AAA staff, the spring survey of schools, and advice from various committees. Among the proposals, the board is recommending that members pass. Involves an expansion in the number of regular season games that schools are allowed to play in volleyball, soccer, and basketball. Clarifications to rules involving transfer student eligibility, student-athlete recruitment, and penalties for non-compliant schools are also being recommended. The Marlton Lady Devil Dog Basketball Program is wrapping up a two-day senior girls team camp today. About a dozen schools from across the state are taking part in that camp with games scheduled all day at Devil Dog Arena and in the arena safe room. After having Monday off, the St. Louis Cardinals are back in action tonight for the start of a two-game series against the Blue Jays in Toronto. First pick is scheduled for 6.07 p.m. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.10 on Motown Radio 92.5 FM and AM 800 and on 92.7 Jack FM. With a record of just 8-13 in the second half of the season, the Arkansas Travelers will try to get back on track as they start a six-game series tonight in Tulsa. Look at weather on this Tuesday. We've got humidity right now at 70% with south winds at 8 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 29.97 inches. Our low temperature this morning 77 degrees. High yesterday actually at one point hit 104 at the KVOM studios. A year ago today the low was 76 with a high of 98. No rain last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year remains at 31.5 inches. Our sunset this evening is 8.20. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.16. And look at our forecast. Again, heat advisory will be in effect once again this afternoon from 1 to 8 p.m. Sunny and hot conditions expected. High near 102. Heat index as high as 109 this afternoon. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 79 degrees. Sunny tomorrow, then a slight chance of some afternoon showers. A high near 100 degrees, and we'll see a few degrees drop on Thursday. 97 the expected high, 30% chance of afternoon showers. And then this weekend shaping up to be, uh, looks like some uh, bit of relief there. Friday, 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms, a high near 87. Then Saturday, high of only 82 expected with, again, 70% chance of showers 
and thunderstorm so uh could be some uh promising signs there in the forecast for this weekend but still uh, a couple more very hot days here again heat advisory in effect today right now at 753 on kvom we've got fair skies 82 degrees in marlton Newswatch continues in just a moment Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is 7.56 now on KVOM. Time for a close-up interview this morning. Joined on the phone by Conor McKinney, Judge Jimmy Hart. Good morning to you, Judge. Morning, Eric. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Glad you could catch up with us this morning. Of course, last night, uh, Quorum Court met. And really, I guess the big thing came from that. Uh, Dale Gifford with Conway County Regional Water spoke. And we know some yeah. issues they've been having. We talked a little bit about it here last uh, few weeks. But... I guess Quorum Court essentially passed some resolutions uh, in support of their of their efforts. Is that right? Yes, we're going to support any and all efforts. I think we passed a couple of resolutions, and one of them's for a more shorter term fix. Um, obviously, the water is begun, beginning to become a bigger issue. And of course, right now, you know, we're very fortunate. We're lakes in really good shape, but um, you know, county's grown and the demand has grown for the water and. Uh, you know, we're, it's a system situation right now they've got, and uh, they're going to be applying for some funds, some grant funds to uh, various organizations, state level, and, uh, you know, trying to get another raw water line into Brewer Lake to uh, basically take and accommodate and increase the filtration capacity there at the water plant itself to, uh, you know, solve what I call more of a short, short-term problem. And then we passed another resolution, you know, trying to work, obviously, with uh, Conway Corp and Conway County to longer term, eventually look at another water supply lake. Okay, yep, that'll be something, as you said, long term, so uh, but certainly something that will be, will be well, needed. Well, you know, that's the part that nobody yeah. thinks about. You think, well, we get the funding for it and we'll build a lake in a year or two, but that's not the way it works. If you took and started and you were to procure those funds for a, another water supply, you're probably, you know, uh, realistically probably seven to ten years down the road so you know the, we're in a, a pretty significant growth area between conway and marlton and uh you know uh, along interstate 40 and we're just you know looking trying to be proactive as we can and looking down the road where water is going to become a bigger and bigger issue as we go down the road absolutely so let's uh, get it get out in the forefront address it now it's very important you know, like i said we're trying to be proactive on this and i admire and, and respect and support our water company they're doing a really good job they provide a good service to people at conway county but there are a lot of things at play here you know for starters public health and safety water for people but also water for industry and water for economic development things such as that and you know we've got to we've got to hunker down and we've got to we've got to make that happen okay and then a few ordinances last night, uh, kind of uh, affecting the the budget, if you will, but re- really big yeah, thing, I, I guess. Uh, our, yeah. Our housekeeping ordinance, we appropriated about $7,000 for the library to make some repairs on the library. And I think we had a, a patrol car that was involved in some, had some damage done to it, involved in an accident. And 
I think it's about $13,000. We appropriate some additional money for that. And the other biggest ordinance, I guess, was ordered to establish the county general sub fund to be called the ARPA, Revenue Replacement Fund, because uh, we received a lot under $10 million, received altogether about four, but created this fund to be able to take and claim a you know, revenue reduction, and they were allowed us to use that. And then we had another ordinance that, uh, you know, that was, I guess, the recipients of a lot of that fund money that we handed money out to, and a uh, pretty pretty lengthy list on that of people with Asherson funds that uh, entities and organizations that Asherson funds that got some, from food pantries to uh, senior adult center, care center, exceptional children, fire department, uh, VFW post, uh, county hospital. Uh, senior Adult Center, Paul Senior Adult Center, uh, coroner's office received some money. We received some money for some work in the courthouse, for some renovation funds, uh, an election building. Just uh, <laughs> as I say, nearly too numerous to mention. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And um, I, I guess we'll we'll mention this because this was brought up at Intergovernmental Council. But fall cleanup, actually, those dates have kind of been kind of been set already, haven't they? All clean up. We actually discussed that Friday. We had an intergovernmental council meeting. It's going to be the second full uh, full week of October. And uh, you know, always uh, we get a lot of calls about that, and we encourage everybody to get involved and clean it up. And uh, you know, if you got a place you got large items you need to get rid of, this is a uh, as I as I say it, unlike some other communities, it's it's free, free, free. Okay. Yep. Take advantage of that for sure. And uh, and, and citizens always do. Um, so. Yes, and uh, I would also like to make another plug. You know, we're in a burn ban situation. Uh, You know, I hate it, but it's there. And uh, we've had some issues with people burning, and uh, please do not burn. You will not like the result if you do. Yep, very important. Very, very dry out there. So, yeah, burn ban. I'm going to say this. uh, You know, uh, everybody says 2012. This is a lot more like 1980 than it is 2012. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty tough, uh, rough conditions out there right now. The the heat and the ground. rough conditions, so, yeah. you know. And I'm going to say this: you, you know, people don't realize this. Fire makes its own wind, and you think, well, there's no wind blowing, and you set it out, and it gets big enough, and all of a sudden you got a you got a major problem. Yep, for sure. Yep, the burn bins in in uh, in effect for a reason, for sure. So certainly, yes, sir, for a reason. Yep. All right. Well, Gregory, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Not a problem, Eric. All right. Again, that is Common County Judge and Jimmy Hart joining us on Close Up. It is Newswatch on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning Newswatch, the podcast edition.